When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Mitch, you're an NFL fan. You like your hoops as well? Uh, I've been getting into it. I've been following the Bulls for, for a long time. Um, we got two, two little ju- um, two hats as kids, me and my brother. He got the Orlando Magics. Uh, yeah. the Shaquille O'Neal era and I got the, the Bulls but now he tells a different story that, that I got the Orlando Magic and then when Jordan was going so well I stole his hat so as a big brother you wouldn't expect anything less would you? No but, so and, apparently we're both Bulls, Bulls fans um, according uh, to Tate now so. well, well to be fair if you were an Orlando Magic fan you would probably be trying to find a scape Route anywhere you could. Oh, but Shaq was so good, bro. He mm, was so good. Hardaway. That was a pretty fun era for the Magic. Been pretty bleak since. Well, the league's actually, the season, it's snuck up on us. We're nearly at the halfway mark. Can you believe that? Through the NBA season. Kurt Heelan is the lead NBA writer and managing editor at NBCS Sport, NBC Sports, I should say. And uh, he's on the line now joining us out of the States. Been good enough to give us some of his time. Morning or afternoon to you, Kurt. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and if I don't know if I had an Imag- Orlando Magic hat as a kid, I, I might have accidentally lost it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful! Yeah, that's fair as well. That's maybe maybe why I made that trade. Air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> trade. <laughs> oh, beautiful. How's it going? Yeah, it's, it's almost halfway through the season. We're going to be going to the All Star break pretty soon. It snuck up on everyone. How how are you uh, finding the season so far? You know, it's been kind of fun. I mean, it's been. Like everything, everywhere has been obviously disrupted a lot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's happening with in cricket and everywhere else. Like, it just you teams aren't quite full. They're having to bring in replacement players because of COVID, and and they're trying to keep the season rolling through this. Uh, it's been a challenge for everyone, so it's been a bit disrupted that way. But it's also been really entertaining, and you'd be happy to know. Like, maybe the biggest surprise of the year is your bulls are really good. Really good. They're really, I, I, I gotta say it going into the season. I thought, man, I'm just going to bet the over in every one of their games. Cause they're, they're going to score a lot of points. They had all these great offensive players and they brought in this DeMar DeRozan, who's, you know, been around the league forever and is a, 
guy who can kill you from the mid range. And, and they had Zach Levine who won the mm. dunk contest, but can score. And they had all these scores, but I'm like, God, they're not gonna be able to defend at all. They've been a when healthy and all their guys are there. They've been a, a solid defensive team. And you combine that with their offense. They've been, I mean, I think they have the best or second best record in the East right now. They've been kind of bouncing in and out of that spot, but they've been surprisingly good this year. Yeah, you're right. They have the currently they have the best record in the East. Although, as you pointed out, it's been a, a headache for um, well team officials. I guess the league in general. Yeah, the Bulls, for example, have played 26 and lost 11, where the Bucks have played 26 and lost 17. So, yeah, you know, some there's total disparity with some teams and how many games they have played. The Eastern Conference in general. Um, what about the Cavs? I think yeah. talking about surprises, I mean, there's some there's some regular figures there, the Nets, Heat, Bucks, and Sixers that you'd expect to be in the mix. But the Cavs, are they another team that weren't necessarily expected this stage to be holding a six seed? No. In fact, they, they, if, if I was going to say the biggest surprise in front of the Bulls would be them because we, I thought the Bulls would be good, not great. I thought the Cavs would, um, well, I guess the word I'm looking for is suck. Like, I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't think they were going to be they, they just they, they had a lot of young players. They had some players with potential, but this was considered, you know, they are going through a rebuilding process, uh, which, you know, in it, 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 the way the NBA is set up, it's it's a process. You can't just buy your way to it. Like, hey, we'll just retool. It's, you know, unless you're the Lakers, you can't really do that. Um, but they came along a lot faster than expected. And they've been um, part of it is that they, they drafted a rookie named Evan Mobley, uh, who has been much i mean he was expected to be good in a couple of years he was kind of considered a young player who's man he's got a lot of potential there's a lot of you know he's a project but there's a lot of potential there no he's ready he's he was good from the get-go <laughs> nice. uh, darius garland took a step forward they're veterans everything's just kind of fit together really well for them they've stumbled a little bit of late um but th- they've been just like i said surprisingly good all year and you know Right now, they're a, they're, they're a playoff team, which is really just not something I would have expected. Yeah, true. I'll go back to that game with the Bulls the other night, obviously going down against the Mavericks. Um, Luca made his return um, from yep. injury. Uh, recorded the 39th career triple-double and just looked like he really sparked that team. But Josh Green, the young Aussie, uh, the young Aussie guard, yep. um, you know, he's really shaping up to be a really nice player for Jason Kidd. Do you think they'll end up using him as a bit of a trade pawn um, or do you think they'll look at retaining him? Um. I think that they would they would consider using him as a trade piece if if the right piece came out. But he's I mean, look, there's a lot of potential in Josh, but uh, there's I'm not sure that they could get back what they think he'll be worth. If that makes sense, mm. like they're just they, you know they 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 look at him and say, man, you know, in a couple of years, like this this is one of those guys who's a bit of a project, he needs some polish on his game, but he can be that. He can be really good, and he can fit really well next to. You know, Luca, who started the year a little bit slow and, and well, admittedly was out of shape. Um, he uh, he enjoyed his off season and and then came in a little a little a little <laughs> slow. But um, but you know, I don't know if they're. I think that I let's put it this way. I know for a fact that they've talked to teams, and he's kind of one of their like you said trade pawns, one of the pieces they've got out there. But I don't know that they're going to make a bold move. I don't know that there's. 
Mm. Equal value. He's he's definitely contributing to their side at the minute, isn't he? And he's and he's a great fit next to like ultimately he's a really good fit next to Luca. Like it's it's something that could really work because that style, that fast pace, got the athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess um, as well, I think Portland had a good win the other night over the Nets with uh, Corey Irving playing with Durant. Um, Lillard, Lillard, Damien Lillard still out with that abdominal yep. strain. Um, doesn't sound like it's getting any better. No, and it honestly goes back to he was, um, you know, he was on the U.S. Olympic team and going into the Olympics, it's, oh, it's going to be Kevin Durant and, and Lillard and, and they're going to be fine. And he just, it, it bothered him enough that he, I mean, he was, good and he you know but he wasn't himself and that's kind of where he's been this year he's good but he's not been his dynamic self and that team in particular in portland desperately like he is the anchor he is the alpha he is the everything for them if he's not being one of the 10 best players on Mm. the planet they're in trouble and he's just not been this year and and now he's out uh, at least like another six games, and he's gonna. This this is always concerning. In whenever you hear this phrase, he's gonna go see specialists. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the word specialist just implies that bad things are probably yeah. coming. So, um, if if nothing else, he's gonna be out for an extended period, and they may. It, it makes this an interesting year for them because if they're not good, and they're not competing like this, then do they? Do they retool their team around him? Like, do they use some of their other players, good players, you know, CJ McCollum and, and Yusuf Nurkic and some guys they have? Do they use them as trade pieces and try to retool this team around Lillard? Or what do they do? And, uh, you know, they fired their general manager, their, 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 you know, the head of their basketball operations side midway through the season. So nobody really knows. Like, nobody even knows how much power ownership has really given the new head guy to make moves. Yeah, that's right. Kurt Heelan's the lead NBA writer at NBCSports.com. If you've got any questions about your team, send us a text, double eight, double three, and we'll put them to Kurt before we let him go. Uh, one guy who hasn't disappointed this year in some pretty trying circumstances, the MVP, Nikola Jokic. To the eye, he almost no. looks like he's gone to another level yet again, Kurt, which is hard to believe yeah. because, I mean, offensively, he's an absolute force. He's a wizard with the ball as a point center. But the Nuggets, um, the Michael Porter Jr. injury is a nightmare. Jamal Murray, I know yeah. they're good people there and it's a good franchise. How helpless is Jokic at the moment? Pretty helpless. It's it's frustrating because I think he's, I'm with you, he's actually been better than last year and he won most valuable player last year. Like, he has been spectacular and part of it is that you know he's the the best best passing big man i think the game has ever seen but beyond that you know hitting his shots his defense got better that was always the hole in his game right he just was not a great defensive player he's become he's become solid on that end he's become a respectable defensive player and that just makes him so much more valuable um but they're just like you mentioned it like this was a team honestly if they're healthy i I think they're title contenders, but we're not, you know, Michael Porter journey Jr. is having his third back surgery by age 23, which is, I don't think to tell anybody that's a bad sign. And Jamal Murray should be back soon. Um, you know, later this year in, in the coming month or two, uh, from a torn ACL, but uh, you guys know this, like every time a player in any sport comes back from a torn ACL, even with modern technology today, it still takes what another, six months of play or something before they trust it the same way. Mm, right. Like sure. you just don't, yeah. 
yeah, you don't you don't make the same cuts, you don't make the same moves or explosiveness. You don't quite trust it instinctively the same way for a while. So I don't know what they're you know we he'll be back, but how good is he? That's true. Um, I guess you talked about defense. So we'll go to one of the worst offensive teams in the comp at the minute, the Lakers. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Oh, they're the groans. Yeah. Um, I just want to touch in. LeBron James is um, creeping in on a phenomenal record, NBA history record. He's 33 <laughs> rebounds away and 112 assists away from being the only player in NBA history with 10,000 rebounds and 10,000 assists. Does that yeah. does that settle the argument of the greatest player oh, of all time? That's I know, not I know, where you're going to go. Open it up. That's open not it up. where you're going to go. Don't do that to I'm Kurt. Just, that's not what Kurt's here to do. That's yeah, not go fair. On, Kurt. Just spark up our text machine, mate. Does does that settle it? Like no one in history has done ten thousand rebounds, ten thousand assists. I can't look. Settle it? First off, <laughs> I don't think we want to settle it, do we? We want to argue about this. Yeah, exactly. Grave, we do, Kurt. Um, we do. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna, I'm, and I'm going to take Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's side anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. There's some um, fire but, on a Wednesday morning. Um, but I, it, it, he is, I got to say this. I mean, at age 37, nobody has played this well. I mean, he turned 37. Uh, just before the the turn, you know, before last, I guess two weeks ago, before just before mm. it turned New Year's, and he's uh, he's playing it, and he's he's you know, it's funny we put our Pablo Star midseason MVP awards. He was fourth on my ballot this year. Like he's playing at this incredible level, and and needs to be because, as you mentioned, the Laker defense is awful. They're really not playing that well around him. Anthony Davis, the other star player, there is is out with a sprained knee. And he's had to carry this huge load, and he's he's he has been otherworldly. Um, and I think that he's been better than Jordan was at this age. Because remember, Jordan came back, and mm. we like to repress the wizard years and just not remember them. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. But <laughs> um, but he, yeah, this was about the same age. And LeBron's just been—he's just such a physical marvel, and and takes such good care of his body. And and he's been. Like I said, he's just been unbelievable, and it's it's it, it's it's frustrating. I think for Laker fans uh, worldwide, which you know they're they're the biggest brand in the league, is this feels like they're wasting this year from him. Like this, he's playing so unbelievably well, and they just they've won a few in a row against at home against bad teams, but they've you know they got spanked by uh, a good team in Memphis last night, and I'm just they're not that good, and it, it's a frustrating experience because LeBron is playing close to as well as he's ever played, if not as well as he's ever played. Yeah, you're right. It's sad. It does feel like a wasted season. <clears throat> uh, the The Grizzlies, they play the Warriors tonight, which will be an epic game. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to seeing Clay back again, finding some more confidence. We'll, we'll get get you to finish on this, Kurt. With, the, with Clay back and the Warriors looking to kind of gear up and really charge through, I mean, I don't know if anyone would have expected them to have the shared best <laughs> record in the league at this point no. with the Suns. Who do you think right now are the prohibited favorites to come out of the West and East respectively. I'll throw you that one and see where you go. Uh, first off, I've got to say this. If, if you, I don't know if, if you can catch the game over there or catch the stream. Memphis has a player named John Morant yeah. who has become the most entertaining player in the league. He is just explosive and has a little Allen Iverson in his game. He's just fun to watch. So if you get the chance or see the highlights of him, uh, find it on YouTube. John Morant is just playing out of his mind this year. Um <clears throat> Right now, I would say Golden State. Like I just think, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I just think their ceiling 
I like the Suns. Um, I, Utah's playing well, but you know, Steph Curry's done this before. Clay Thompson's done this before. Like I know that they can perform in these moments. Their role players have stepped up. They're back to kind of playing like they did pre-Kevin Durant. So I think that they're the favorite to come out of the West. I don't think it's easy. I think the Suns are right there. You know, Phoenix is right there. I, th- yeah, I think this is close. But I'd take Golden State Warriors right now out of the West and out of the East. Oh, good Lord, I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, the funny thing is the two teams I think are the most dangerous just really haven't played great of late. And Milwaukee, who won the title last year, are kind of coasting through the regular season, waiting for the playoffs. And Brooklyn, like you said, is just getting Kyrie Irving back, and they don't—they're still so talented. And the answer and they still you're looking this, for like, is yeah. the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, no, I—I I, you know I get a weird feeling that the Bulls are gonna—they're gonna make the playoffs and make the series. I just think that sometimes you have to learn how to win. I think that there's a little of that going on. Mm. Um, so we'll see what happens. I—I probably pick Milwaukee right now or Brooklyn if I had to pick someone, but I—I I feel like the East is—I mean, Chicago could make it through the Bulls. It's—it's it's possible. Like it just feels way more open. Um, than than I expected. I, I thought that Brooklyn would run away with this, and they haven't. And I'm not I'm not totally sure yet. I, I I ultimately talent wins out, and Kevin Durant is still, for my money, the best basketball player walking the face of the earth. So I I hesitate to pick against Brooklyn, but uh, it's kind of them or, or Milwaukee in my mind. That is some world class fence sitting from you, Kurt. Unlike Trent on the text machine here, how can you sleep at night in capitals? Jordan is the GOAT. Stats don't tell the whole story. <laughs> Cheers from Trent. Thanks, Trent. Appreciate your message. Kurt, appreciate your time. We'll have to catch up again. You're a jet, mate. We love it. Uh, anytime, man. Take care. Okay, there you go. Kurt Heelan out of NBC Sports. He's their basketball editor. Mitch, what have you done, oh. mate? What have you done? <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what uh, stats do tell the whole story about. Russell Westbrook last night, 26 minutes, 6 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 12, <laughs> 12, sh- 12 shots, mate. 12 shots he made two from the field, okay? From the field, 16.7%. <laughs> you know what? And he had two three shots and he made none of them. Did he hit the rim? I'm going to look. It's probably There's a whole montage probably of airballs. Mate. He is so far off. You hear LeBron, you hear Kurt talking about this LeBron season that's being wasted. Well, do you know why I have no sympathy for LeBron? It's because who's really the GM of the Lakers? LeBron. And who? what's he gone and done? Taking the worst contract in the mm. league and put it on his roster and then going, I don't know why it's not working. You can't win with Russell Westbrook. No. Nah. Well, not doing the role that he's doing at the minute anyway. So. Yeah, but even then, if he's on your, if he's on your, um, books, he's taking up so much cap space, and yep. if he's not doing anything, then that's just, it's just a, it is a terminal contract. Oh yeah, you don't need to, don't need to convince me, Lou. No, no, love it. All right, um, if you like Trent and you just want to spray Mitch for just some, bl- oh, hey, some I didn't say that he was the goat. I was just throwing it out there. Just, the, the question is incredulous. All right, <laughs> twenty-two minutes. <laughs> it was from. just a spark, everyone up, mate. Did you not watch? <laughs> did you not watch the Netflix series? But yeah, true, true, true. He's the goat. He is. The He's goat, the goat.